right, it's party time. It is Tuesday, which means it is Monday's hangover. A lot we didn't get to yesterday, and there's a lot we won't get to today because I just don't want to. It's so that's the way we're going to run things around here. You understand me? It's a tight ship, damn it. Welcome to the Studio 22, the mothership. Uh, George and Brandon over there. Why are y'all so damn depressed? Y'all ain't saying nothing, man. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Just over there commiserating. God. I like I like energy on a Tuesday. Morning. I like how they're all bundled up for the Iditarod. Do you see that? It's like they're look the at them. I love that uh, snow sled. I love that team. furry jacket. Look at that over there. This you is know, uh, this is vintage. <laughs> you look like you're about to run with Leo through the Revenant. And <laughs> get raped by a bear and escape Tom Hardy. <laughs> Does this pink can make me gay? I don't know. It could be sucking dick. I don't know, but. I yeah at least you'll uh, be energetic while you're doing it i'm fired up at this point man i've never had a pink one but by god i'll never go back uh comedian Derek richards is on the hot seat you i hadn't seen you in two weeks his Good life changed you, at all i know right <laughs> it was like a month ago now it's so god, funny time flies it's so funny time flies all right you're going to port charlotte florida the vasani theater that's coming up i was actually already there okay well you missed we that we talked one. about that the last time. i'm going to be in uh wesley chapel florida wesley chapel at side splitters comedy Club. side splitters i love that in the theater there yep yep i'm going back in january yep i'll be there good dudes yeah, it's, there. yeah cool setup over there and then uh, myrtle beach over new year's uh okay Comedy Cabana on December 28th through 31st. So. I saw you were just, you did a fill-in spot at Brad Garrett's in Vegas at the MGM. Are you yes. going back over there? I'm going back over there December 28th through, uh, or December 18th through the 23rd. My fun Brad Garrett story, for those of you who don't know who Brad Garrett is, you know who Brad Garrett is. Brad Garrett's been around forever. Uh, he was Robbie on Everybody Loves Raymond, and I hate that that's his reputation because he's done so much more than that. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, he's done everything. Fargo, he's on Bupkiss with uh, Pete yeah. Davidson and yeah. uh, Joe Pesci. I mean, he's done so, a million things. Yeah. When he was 17 years old, six foot 20, and he's on the back of the, you know, the album there. ELO. ELO's album. Yeah. And you wouldn't know it, but that's, that's, that's Robbie. And so it, one of the best insult comics to ever grace the planet. Mm -hmm. I love it when people go and see his sets and they're like, that's not Robbie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, he is brutal. Oh, I people. love when he acknowledges it, too. I yeah. mean, because he's old school. He's he, he's cut from that, you yeah. know, Don Rickles, Don Rickles cloth. And I mean, he had spent years working with uh, Sinatra on the road and yeah, just had some killer, killer stories. Yeah. And just he's one of those gracious time. dudes uh, in that we were I was out there. It's been a number of years ago now. And he goes, he goes, you you want to you go tomorrow night? You want to go gamble? You want to go gamble? What do you want to play? You want to do a little three card? You want to play some craps? I was like, I'll do whatever you want to do. Right. So we go over there and um, we're playing craps and we're doing pretty good. And then we're not doing good. And then I'm starting to run low on money. And he's literally taking his chips and just pushing them over to me. Yeah. Keep on playing. Keep on playing. Let's mm -hmm. have some fun. I'm like, I love this guy. Solid dude. <laughs> Big poker player. Loves to gamble. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh... And that was that was back. He had, he had, he'd sobered up at that point. Um, and so he had no liquor in the green room back there. And uh, I found, you know, he's got that big apothecary thing that's full of candy. Oh, huge. The yeah. green room there is fantastic. It's incredible. The club. It really is. And I opened up one of these drawers and there's a little old bottle of gin right. tucked away in one of those things. And so I took that gin and I started drinking that gin that night. That was a horrible idea. <laughs> I don't know whose gin it was, where it came from. It could have belonged to Red Skelton or something back in the 50s. I don't know, but uh, I drank that gin that night. Anyway. He's totally cool with it now. I mean, he's got booze back there. I mean, yeah. he's been sober for many, many years, yeah. and he's, uh, you know, he's very proud of it, but he has no issue being around it. Yeah. And, 
You know, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, dry I'll, green room, like I'll pour a, you know, I'll pour a whiskey on the rocks and then he shows up back there and I kind of just, you know, yeah, push it, push it to the side just to touch. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's not judgmental at all, but I'm like, you know, just out of yeah. respect for somebody who's sober. Sure. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to drink right in front of the guy. Yeah. Sneeze and blow it right in his face. I never know what to do with those people. That's- <laughs> <laughs> I'll say with those people. Those people. Like they snuck under the barbed wire at Eagle Pass. They did. And that's why I'm intolerant of them. Like I'm not, I'm not sober phobic. <laughs> But I am intolerant, you know? Yeah. I'm sober. I'm, maybe I am sober phobic because I, I start to kind of. Well, like when away. you know somebody when they when they did drink. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, whether it was court mandated or just a health issue and right. or they just go, listen, I'm, I'm tired of ruining relationships and throwing away houses. <laughs> you know, let me get my shit together and uh, and put the bottle down. Yeah. But when you know somebody when they used to drink and now you're around them when they don't. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's just a different vibe out of the gate. You just don't know. Yeah, you know any any boundaries, and if they, you know, they're going to meetings and well, they're trying like, to um, get their self together. What's the girl? The girl comic, the blonde with the big boobs that's got the podcast that's doing well. Milton, what's her name? Laura Compton. Laura Compton. You know, you familiar with her at all? Beautiful girl, Laura, uh, Lauren Compton. Lauren Compton. She was. I think she's in. I think that's the girl who's in the movie that I that I uh, just did. Let's talk about that in a yes. minute. But we'll check. We'll double check that. Yeah. She, beautiful girl. Anyway, she's doing this podcast, and she was doing Ron White. Isn't it called First Date? Yes, First Date. Yes, First Date. So give it a big shout out there. And um, I never can get past all that cleavage. Like I don't know what they're saying. I have to watch the show twice. Mm-hmm. I have to watch the show twice to see what was said because <laughs> uh, she's she's wow. And so uh, she had Ron White on there, and Ron was talking about. She was talking about him getting sober. He goes, oh, I haven't been sober. <laughs> I just quit drinking. I quit drinking. I, I, I've been fucked up ever since. <laughs> just smoking weed nonstop. Oh, man. So, But yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, I, I don't. I hope the doctor never tells me to quit drinking. I mean, if I meet somebody sober and like all I've known them as sober. Right. Then that's a different vibe right. for some odd reason. So we were talking, we were mentioning that show that Jesse Payton and I are going to do January 6th called Crowd Boys, where it's 100% crowd work. And I, somebody on, somebody online said, we feel unsafe going to this. I was like, yeah, you should probably. You feel unsafe. Unsafe. So, uh, but Jesse, no drinks, no drugs, never has. Right. And thank God he doesn't. Because I can't stay on his level now sober because he's so damn hyper right and so so add i can't so i thank god he doesn't maybe he needs a drink maybe but i I couldn't imagine trying to get on that level with that so anyway well and he's and he's pretty he's pretty joked he's pretty yoked i mean he's oh yeah he's jacked up i don't know if i'd want to see him yeah he puts other chemicals in his body you know a little little testosterone this and that you know i do too i mean do what you gotta do you get to that age i oh yeah turn my ass into a pin cushion Uh uh-huh i feel a little better is it (laughs) Are we still talking testosterone? <laughs> well, that, Viagra. County lockup, whatever. You know. Does it turn my ass into a pin cushion? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, somebody's like, you sound like you, you look flush, like you took some uh, <laughs> niacin. Oh, no, that's Sildanafil. That, that is, uh, <laughs> that is um, over, yeah, that is back alley Viagra is what that is. Um, but uh, no, you got this movie. You're in this movie that just came out. I haven't seen it, because, I, and i got to find out where to see it, because I saw that it was coming out, and you went and saw it last night. Was that like a premiere? 
Well, they put it in select theaters okay. around the country for a week. Um, so it's in Dallas, Austin, um, Tampa, I think Boston, um, Los Angeles. So it's in select markets, but you can pull it up now like on uh, Xfinity, yeah. Dish TV, Direct TV, Apple TV. What's the name of the movie? It's called Don't Suck. Don't Suck. And it's with Matt My Rife. Philosophy. Matt Rife. And uh, Jamie Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And we shot this thing back in October of 2020, coming right out of lockdown. And so uh, Jamie Kennedy plays an old comic who's kind of washed up. And Matt Reif is a vampire, a legit vampire who wants to be a comedian. And then Jamie Kennedy takes him on, under his wing on the road. Gotcha. And he tells him all along he's a vampire, but Jamie doesn't believe him. But as they go through these series of gigs over the course of a week, Jamie sees that he's clearly a vampire. Okay. And it's a cool, fun hook. I mean, it's a neat, uh, you know, when you're involved, and I play a bar owner at one of their gigs. Yeah. And, you know, when you're in the middle of producing something and your friend wrote it, you're like, okay, cool. Hey, it's, you know, when he says, hey, you want to be in a movie? I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, and you're expecting a couple of, you know, half-ass cameras to be there. And then you show up and there's production trucks and makeup people and lighting. And I'm like, oh. That's real deal. I, I had no idea that you knew all these smart people (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've been thrust into that situation a time or two it's like oh i didn't realize i got myself involved with something as big as this is yeah yeah i mean really super cool because then you shoot your little segments and then you go all right you know you hope for the best yeah and uh, i saw it last night on on the big screen and it was uh i was i was really impressed i was it was really i'm gonna go see cool Cool, I want to go see it. Like, I like this. go see it. Yeah, I mean, know? it was, uh, you know, like I said, it, it was playing at 10 o'clock at night in the theater in Dallas, uh, Studio Movie Grill. I think it's there until uh, December 7th. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can pull it up on all the streaming platforms. But it was neat to see it on the big screen yeah. and um, and just be there, I be a part go, of it. I might have to go check that out tonight. Yeah. I'm making plans for myself. I live like a little, like a little, little, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a little gypsy person that just wanders the streets alone i'm like bruce banner i'm like the old bill bixby bruce the, the old hulk yeah like you know just walks th- walks through the world alone and just don't get don't piss you off yeah d- destined to walk alone well i mean if you piss me off i wouldn't do anything right <laughs> <laughs> you're the lamest hulk ever i, I, I would just well you're walking punch, with your pink energy punch, drink no, yeah, you're not gonna hurt exactly. anybody exactly i'm sitting here drinking my pink monster you punch me in the face i just lay there in the puddle and cry i'm drinking my pink monster <laughs> I didn't say what, I was sucking that, my peak wasn't monster. Wasn't that Freddie Mercury's bio? <laughs> makeup. Can we get makeup in here? I'd like to get some contouring around my circumcision. Please. My pink monster. <laughs> Ready for my close-up, Mr. DeMille. Oh, Lord. Make your pink, pink monster look like Matt Rife. Yeah, Matt Rife. I, want my, you, you I know, want my pink monster to have high cheekbones. Dude, you know, Matt caught all this crap here recently over this so-called misogynistic joke about Ridiculous. the girl in the kitchen. That's so dumb, dude. Stupid. But here's what pisses me off more than that, is how many people go to a Matt Rife show, and then they get online, and they're like, well, he wasn't that funny. Stop with that. Just stop. Right. It's like, come on. This guy is is killing it he's doing what he's done he's worked hard he's he's put in the miles to do it for 10 years he's doing it comedy is subjective Mm -hmm. it may not be funny to you it might be hilarious to somebody else right but but to sit there and it's like being a music critic and you can't pick out a g chord on a guitar right and you're gonna say this guy he's he's a terrible musician right who are you to say if you didn't laugh at it just say i didn't find it funny right but don't say he's not funny right 
That's that's unfair. What I do you mean, think about that? I, I always say just not my cup of tea because, yeah. I mean, I'm not a Gabriel Iglesias fan. Just right. not my thing. Right. But he sells out Dodger Stadium. Yeah. So who am I to say anything? Yeah. So, um, but I think Matt was, I mean, I worked with him. I didn't know him as a comedian. I just knew him from working on that production. Mm-hmm. He was very professional. Great actor. Knew his lines. Was gracious with everybody around him. Super, super cool. He started doing comedy when he was like 15 or 16 years old right. in Columbus, Ohio. Right. Before he was even old enough to get into the Funny Bone yeah. in Columbus. Yeah. And my buddy, who I just worked with in, uh, in Ohio, had booked some shows, and he still has texts from Matt Rife from years ago. That's funny. Or Facebook messages saying, you know, hey, if you ever need somebody on the road, you know, I'll be happy to go with you. And he was like 17, 18 years old. So, so he's busted his ass. And, he's I, think, busted I, think ass. This, and I think what he's going through right now is, uh, is complete bullshit. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a joke. It's a comedy special. Yeah. And for somebody to go to a Matt Rife show and say, oh, you know, he's not funny. You know, how can you as a consumer not have some idea what you're going to go walking into? Right. I mean, if you're not on. smart enough and, and I'll be mean, I'll be mean about it. But you make a great point. If you're not smart enough to know the difference between watching a 15 to, you know, 120 second reel right. on Instagram or TikTok, and then you're going to go watch him do an actual hour and a half, right. two hours. There's going to be a big difference in what you're seeing. Right. These aren't edited clips. Yeah. You know, this isn't the best of the best of the crowd work that mm-hmm. you're accustomed to seeing. Uh, and it's just not fair on a deal like that. Funny story. We talking about Wesley Chapel um, side splitters. The last time I was there, which I guess was first of this year, um, Rife had just been there like two weeks before. Mm-hmm. And I said to the guys there, the management, I said, I would say my audience is a little di- different demographic than what you saw <laughs> when Matt was here. And they said, dude, these girls, young girls, beautiful girls, just model type girls, just lined up all lined the up. way down the deal out oh, the yeah. door. Because this is in a theater. Imagine like a, a 12 cinema theater. They're lined up all the way down the thing out the door. And Matt comes in the thing. He's like, keep them away from me. Like, I'm like, this kid's a walking me too violation. Oh, yeah. I'm like, he's like, do me a favor. Just keep all that away from me mm-hmm. because I got to got to protect yourself. Right. On a deal like that. Yeah. I can't say at 26, 27 years old looking like that dude, I would have been so uh, self-controlled. No. The no. fact that he has that level of, well, yeah. and somebody somewhere, of course, coached him and said, listen. Dude, I don't care who would coach me. I, I got a pink monster. Yeah. <laughs> Comedy, we call that a callback. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? All the voices, all the management, all the agencies, all of the uh, business gurus, everybody that's supposed to control my life, then none of their voices speak louder than the Pink Monster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I've and especially that. in a situation like that where yeah. there is just a ridiculous amount of, <laughs> I mean, just. I mean, you can fall down and land in one. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just trip. Oh, my God. I mean, every seat in there looked like it was just a, a plate of oysters was on it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's every woman aged 21 to 61. Cocktail sauce in Studio 4. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. We got to go to break. Jeez. God, I love you, Dirk. Uh, make sure we're doing the right thing. All right. For years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They stand behind their values and their exceptional service. They're an example of putting the cause ahead of the profits. It's why I'm proud to partner with them. 
Starting today, Patriot Mobile is extending their Black Friday deal to the Every Friday Matters deal. You can get a free smartphone when you switch over to them starting today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, gives you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. So when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, our veterans, first responders, and a whole lot more. 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your existing phone. Or for a limited time, you get a free smartphone from Patriot Mobile. So go to patriotmobile.com slash Chad, or you can call them on the phone, 972-PATRIOT. Use promo code FRIDAY76, FRIDAY76. You can get a free smartphone with promo code FRIDAY76. This is a limited time offer. Join me, make the switch, patriotmobile.com slash Chad, or call them, 972-PATRIOT. We will be right back. All right, I'll play this clip. I, did you see? Did you see that home blow up in Alexandria, Virginia, last night? Did you see that thing? I heard about it. So apparently, this guy's a total wacko. And I mean, again, we don't know anything. There's the clip of it. I mean, this guy just boom, damn. Still, I mean, blew it up. This guy was—he's Asian. I saw pictures of him. Um, and I don't know if he was South Korean or something like that. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But he's Asian. Not that even any of that matters, but he's got this, he had this YouTube channel with all this weird stuff, like the government's trying to get him, and Brandon, you may know more on this thing than me. You're one of those. I, I did some reading, so he apparently just thought pretty much everyone was out to get him. Right. Like, he hated the government. He liked Noam Chomsky, Chomsky for some reason. I don't entirely understand yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, he was a lefty kind of Noam Chomsky's yeah. disciple. But from what I gather, I think he was probably schizophrenic. Yeah. Which is impressive to be able to build a bomb and be schizophrenic. That's a hard thing to do in that state of mind. Yeah, because you'd start thinking the blue wire is actually the red wire. Yeah, but so from what I gather, is he kind of went cuckoo, <laughs> got got in a standoff, and I think he was firing off flares and blew himself up, I guess. I don't yeah. know how anybody survives that. So I think he survived. He survived yeah. that? I have absolutely no idea how. Now, I, I, I saw some things that, that indicated that he was making yeah. posts back on his YouTube after that explosion. Um, and apparently survived it. But I know that there were some people who were saying that like he even thought his his sister like his, and mother were out to get him. And yeah, like his wife was out to get him. He literally thought everybody was spying. I think they thought they were spying on him. Yeah. But yeah, that's a, that's a so, hell of an explosion. So the police were coming to issue a warrant. They had a warrant to search. Yeah, because I was going to say, how did this video even show up? Yeah, I mean, so wh- the police were coming to issue this warrant. And the initial thing was he fired a flare gun and maybe there was a gas. He pulled a gas line or something. And you know how it is. I mean, I, I love what Dan Bongino says. This the Bongino 72-hour rule. Give it 72 hours, and then you'll probably start to get close to what the truth is on the deal right. like that. Because everything at that point is speculation. But, you know, guys sure. like me, I rushed to put it on the Internet, and I said, this is climate change. You're... <laughs> <laughs> this is 100% climate it. change. And, of course, people, you know, I had one guy said, you need to fuck all the way off. Like, okay, it's not climate change. (laughs) (laughs) Douchebag. People get so pissed, man. How is somebody on your feed going to take anything that you say seriously in that nature? I mean, like, if you look at my Twitter bio, it says I'm basically a genius and I spelled it with a J. People literally try to use that against me. Oh, my God. It's like, okay, guys. Um, Yeah. So, anyway, we'll find out about this thing, but that's a hell of an explosion. Well, he is Asian. I mean, it could be fireworks that he has. It could have been. It could have been. I mean, that's the Those guys are known for that. 
Yes, yeah, and those aren't Mexican fireworks that only work half the time. No. No, those Asian fireworks. No, no, this off. isn't some El Paso fireworks display. <laughs> when is Chinese New Year? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah the we're year celebrating the, the Year of the Rat or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> there's, no, there's no rats living in that son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's an exterminator. Who and knew? Then there's that. <laughs> Who knew? Somebody called Orkin. Wow. Um, somebody did call Orkin. You know, I've always, you, people have always wondered. Here's another thing that I want to get to. This pisses me off because, you know, we've always asked the question about, you know, the Second Amendment and things like that. If they decide to come confiscate your guns, what what American military people or soldiers or, or American police officers are going to come and fight against American citizens? Right. right. Who how would that ever happen? Because nobody that's sworn an oath and loves their country is just going to turn on their fellow citizen. You know, we got suddenly this military or police versus citizens civil war type thing. Well, here's a clue on how they're going to do that if they ever need to, whenever they de- decide to. Here is uh, Senator Dick Durbin, who is an actual insurrectionist, by the way. Uh, play, listen to this shit. Play clip number two. What troubles me about the debate now about the southern border is it is one half of the immigration equation. Yes, we need order at the border. Yes, we need to have changes in the laws that reflect the reality of the overwhelming numbers from all over the world who are coming to our our shores and our border. But there is also an incredible demand for legal immigration into this country even now. The presiding officer, my colleague from the state of Illinois, has legislation which addresses one aspect of that. Her bill, and I hope I describe it accurately, says that if you are an undocumented person in this country, and you can pass the physical and the required test, background test, the like. You can serve in our military, and if you do it honorably, we will make you citizens of the United States. What the do we need that? Wow. Do you know what the recruiting numbers are at the Army and the Navy and the Air Force? They can't reach their quotas each month. They there can't find enough people to join our military forces. And there are those who are undocumented who want the chance to serve and risk their lives for this country. What? Should we give them the chance? I think we should. What? <laughs> Bro. Wow. So if you're undocumented and you pass their, quote, background checks, you can serve in the United States military. That's, mm-hmm. And then become a citizen by doing it. That becomes, yeah, I'm sure everybody's really yeah. thrilled. Now, we played the clip yesterday of, right. these, of these Chinese nationals. All oh, by the way, if you go back and watch that I saw clip. That, I saw that post that you, you see that put online, yeah. So you got the Chinese nationals being, uh, you know, detained and apprehended at the southern border. And then as they go down the line, those people get very Middle Eastern. But, but the, it's funny, the Chinese guys are all military-age males. They're standing at, basically at parade rest. They're all standing at rest. Right. Like a military, you know, arms behind their back, right, doing their thing. They weren't cuffed or anything. Yeah, I'm like that's, that's very telling. How they're just standing. These guys look very military to me. So you can let those guys come in and serve in the military. Already in Illinois, they've already pushed through or trying to push through legislation where illegals can become police officers. So that means you're here illegally, but you get to enforce the law. Perfect. Yeah, that's logical. This is amazing. Well, and I think even the bigger problem when he, when he's talking about numbers being down as far as uh, recruiting and quotas and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, I, bigger picture. I mean, we treat our military people like shit. Right. I mean, it, it, no one seems to ever push back against these organizations who are great organizations like your uh, 
fallen and wounded soldiers, mm-hmm. um, wounded warriors, uh, you know, tunnels, tunnels of towers, all these mm-hmm. organizations that donate to veterans, which are fantastic organizations. I'm not saying anything against them. But if you're injured fighting for your country and you're not getting compensated for whatever happened to you overseas or here, or whatever, I mean, that's telling. Right. I think it's bullshit. I mean, right. to, to to leave our guys out like that. And then even the consistent rhetoric and, and uh, narrative of our VA hospitals yeah. and how these guys get screwed over time and time and time again. I'm yeah. like, if somebody's looking to join in the military and, and you, if you do, God bless you. I, I think I have the utmost respect for you. But when you see how some of these guys get treated and if your dad or your uncle got screwed over at the VA from, you know, Vietnam, Agent Orange, whatever, and or even just, you know, coming back from Iraq or Afghanistan and seeing how they got how they got screwed. Yeah. It would give me pause. Well, a large reason that quota is down and you to your point is is so many people who serve in the military are multi-generational military members. Right. Their dads were in the military and and it's their military families and right. so it's it's successive and now they're exactly right. They're seeing what they went through or how bad the VA is treating them. And then you factor in the woke initiatives that are there of the, you know, the pride shit and the, the you know, the transgender Renaming all these stuff forts. And, Renaming Fort Benning. It's no longer Fort Benning. I don't right. know what the hell it's to make called it all now. Political Fort Hood's correct. not even Fort Hood anymore. No, it's not. I mean... It's so... Uh, they, 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 people are just sick of that. Like, I don't want to be a part of that military. Yeah. So let's just get a bunch of illegals sign them up they have no desire to assimilate to the constitution right but let's make them swear an oath to it Mm -hmm. and this pinhead a guy like dick durbin who by the way uh also put a block on epstein's list being released Mm -hmm. this guy stopped that legislation from coming through of them being able to release that right what you hiding dick Mm -hmm. you big pink monster pisses me off man pisses me off i mean i'm telling you that dude right there that's that's real insurrection right there that's seditious behavior i like how he's asking yeah don't you think that's a great idea idea. and he's looking off in the distance like i'm talking to your like i'm talking to your (laughs) buffalo head here (laughs) and i'm expecting an answer i want to see hey everybody hey am i I right you know he's up in the talking to somebody up in the gallery i want somebody to go no asshole it's like like when you're stupid like when you see an open micer go up on stage and go man are black people annoying am i right (laughs) and nobody's and nobody's responding they're all like people who annoy you yeah (laughs) i know it i just don't want to say it Uh, i mean and then for him to just like he's yelling into this echo chamber yeah and there's no response coming back which is priceless we're in trouble. But that answers the question right there of how can they turn the military against normal oh, yeah. law-abiding, hard-working, blue-collar citizens that love their country. Yeah, when you get the guy That's who how. got here six months ago. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm going to make how much more money? Yeah. And all I got to do is turn on mm-hmm. Chad? That's exactly right. Because he's got right. guns? And I, I get to right. earn my citizenship by yeah. doing what I'm told? I got no skin in the game. Why right. not? There's no loyalty there. Yeah. These guys come up with some really bad ideas. Didn't dude. he say there was the demand? Was in that clip? Didn't he say there was a demand for uh, legal immigration? Yeah, and that was the way they were going to meet. I'm it. like, what? And that was the way they were going to meet it. Which again, Derek, what I've always said is build a big ass freaking wall, 
and and put like take those windmills in West Texas that quit working when it gets below 32 degrees. You know those this, the wind power deal. Put them on top of the wall. Let yeah. them be the last obstacle. Let's build like a Mexican Ninja Warrior course and televise that shit. Yes. And then if they get across, you're in. Like you made I like it. that. But you got the whole family's got to make it. Yeah. So like Miguel and Consuela and little Pepe and little Luis, they all got to make it across. Like if little Luis is coming across and that the whole team doesn't make his it. ass back into Juarez, then he's got. Mm-mm. And but the whole like, team has to go back. Right. The whole yeah. team they got to go back. You can try again. Doesn't in a matter. Year. Doesn't matter if you hit seven home runs in the World Series. Yeah. If your team loses. Yeah. You're not. It, you're M- not getting a ring. Like Miguel, if he makes it across, and Consuela and the boys don't make it across, he's got to go quarantine in Tampa for a year and and pretend to be a Cuban. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but next year, and, and you know what's funny? It's going to be hard because she'll because and then the family's got another chance. So now Consuela, who's now six months pregnant. Which doesn't make any sense because he's been in Tampa. Right. She's got little Pepe and little Luis with her, and you know she's starting to show. And it's like none of this shit makes any sense. <laughs> but that family of four is now you know four and a half. <laughs> but she you, she still got to get across all the obstacles. You know, there's I, I the like water the ninja, cannons. I like the ninja. I like the ninja warrior concept of it. Yeah, you get across. You're a citizen. Yeah. Because I mean, you wanted it. You wanted or survivor. It. Yeah. Yeah. Or like naked and afraid. <laughs> Just making a bunch of naked Mexicans. This would backfire on us because they'll get across. Like that they would they would do way yeah. better than our fat oh, asses would do trying all day. to yeah, they'll they'd all make day it. long. Oh my god, I'm moving to Costa Rica. <laughs> I've heard that's a good place to Legalized go. Legalized prostitution, why not? Eh? That's probably why not. <laughs> like, don't do it. Uh, but the pink monster has spoken. The pink monster. Yeah. Once again. Yeah. Hey, guys, we're celebrating our one-year anniversary with our partners over at Liver Health Formula just this week. Somebody sent me a message, and they said, tell us more about Liver Health Formula. And I was happy to I think to I sent you that message. Dude, I, I love this stuff. Yeah. I love this stuff because I don't always drink the pink monsters. Sometimes it's it's a, well all the time it's tequila. Yes, it's tequila. Um, they've been they've been a f- proud sponsor of our show for a whole year now. So thank you for, to them. Uh, and it's almost 2024. We're rocking and rolling. Listen, health should be your number one priority because without it, you can't do anything. Without it, you can't spend time with your families and friends. You can't save our nation, guys. You can't even serve in Dick Durbin's military. So if you're feeling tired, you struggle with concentration, or can't lose those extra pounds around your waistline, your liver might be the problem. The liver is the hardest working organ in your body, performs over 500 key functions in your body every day. But one in three Americans are now living with a sluggish, fatty liver that makes them gain weight and feel tired. Well, there's good news. The solution is liver health formula it contains 11 botanicals which support all aspects of liver health and to celebrate the anniversary of our partnership we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a limited time only you can try liver health formula and choose your gift that's right you choose there's three options to choose from fast enzymes gut antioxidants and blood sugar formula these three products were the most popular purchases among our blaze listeners your health matters always the best act sooner rather than later so don't wait go to getliverhelp.com blaze choose your free gift again getliverhelp.com slash blaze we'll be right back did you see uh john Kerry? he said he's starting to get a little militant about this uh, climate change thing people oh, pushing no. back he said he's getting militant oh, okay catch up boy um he's getting militant about <laughs> about climate change people pushing people pushing back against him on the climate change oh, issue he's starting to feel and get a little militant um, yeah, we're worried about a 72-year-old man who lives off his, wa- his wife's ketchup nut. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what he said. Play clip. 
I can't stand this dude. Looks like Lurch. Play uh, clip number four. We ought to be transitioning out of coal. There shouldn't be any more coal-fired power plants permitted anywhere in the world. That's how you can do something for health. And the reality is that we're not doing it. So, um, you know, the measure here is, is really uh, sounding the alarm bell. I find myself getting more and more militant because I do not understand how adults who are in position of responsibility can be avoiding responsibility for taking away those things that are killing people on a daily basis. So the other day, uh, my 1996 Land Rover Defender 110 that runs on diesel, uh, it's, it's a British vehicle. The steering wheel's on the wrong side. Uh, I hadn't driven it in like a week, so I just went out there and cranked it up and let it ride and right. let it roll. Just burn off some black shit for about 30 minutes in the driveway. Mm-hmm. Didn't even drive it. And I was like, this is America. <laughs> <laughs> F you, John Kerry. It's also everywhere else in the world. Everywhere. I mean, especially India go, and China. You go anywhere else on the planet. Yeah. And you see the level of oh. toxicity that is being pumped into the atmosphere from every other country. I oh, mean, yeah. literally. It's like if you're the only house in the neighborhood that's not running a meth lab <laughs> and everybody else is, I mean, you're like, oh, well, look, the Prather house. They're, <laughs> I want a meth they, lab. Aren't they, aren't they sweet? Yeah. <laughs> well, we should move here because, you know, the Prathers. Yeah. They don't have a, they don't have a meth lab. Yeah. So, they, I mean... I, they're the only unhappy people in the neighborhood. But yes, I mean they're the ones with money yeah. and teeth. Yeah, but you know, I was watching this clip. I, I wake up at like three thirty. From between three thirty and six, I'm awake every day, and uh, and just I can't sleep. So I'm watching this reel last night of this homeowner association president who comes up to the person's ring camera. He's just a total douchebag. And he's like, you're in violation of a major rule. This is going to be a major fine. His face is right in the ring camera. He said, your car out here is running and you're not in it. And the person obviously cranked it up to warm it up because this is in a, right. you know, some state up north or whatever. Sure. I know it's cold out here, but you can't do that. It's a danger to the kids and it's, it's dangerous for the environment. And here's a homeowners association guy oh my in God. the ring camera telling the guy, he said, I'm going to go out here and turn your car off. I would kick that dude's ass. Oh. I mean, I would up the street and back. <laughs> wow. But these people are truly cultists at this point. I mean, so I'm going to get I'm getting very militant about this deal. And the hypocrisy of a John Kerry who goes everywhere in a private jet. Oh yeah, everywhere. Mhm. Oh man. No, I love all these people that uh, that jump on the EV bandwagons and it's a uh, and now they talk about the the whole um what's the uh, it's called a um like EV Electric vehicle, elect, electric vehicle travel anxiety. Have you heard about this? No. Where people freak out because if they have to travel, say, a couple hundred miles in their battery-powered piece of shit. You might run out. They're, that they, so now they're concerned about where charging stations are at. Wow. And especially in like an area like Las Vegas where I live. Yeah. In Nevada, once you get outside Las Vegas. They call uh, it the desert. Figure it out. <laughs> I'm like... Your next charging station, you're gonna be you're gonna be like me and you'll be like me in college stealing the neighbor's cable. Like you gotta pull up to some dude's house and like plug in. And in rural Nevada, I wouldn't be trying to steal electricity from somebody. I'm about to go murder this family for some wattage. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so stupid how it, 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 we've mm. we've created this culture of people that say, Oh, we need to have, you know, 
Uh, and again, nothing against Elon Musk, or if you want an electric vehicle, go for it. Right. But I mean, it's just not practical for no. any, for traveling any distance. I no. mean, if you're going to stay local and you're going to buzz around and right. get groceries, you know, then plug in your car. Fine. I have a golf cart because I'm bougie like that. I, I've got a lithium. You are bougie. Like I got that. a lithium battery golf cart. Sucker will do like it's got a little iPad thing in the front. It's got Bluetooth. It's got the speakers. And just it's because got the you can, you dump diesel off the I, side. I, do. I just drive around a, with a jerry can, can and just, just pour it. it. Just pour it down the road. Exactly. But somebody suck saw it, a neighbor. <laughs> Mop this up, John Kerry. <laughs> and so, and then and then I just get to the end of the street now. Toss a cigarette on it and watch it burn. Pull a John Wick. Yes. Exactly. Watch it burn it down. But I'm driving. I'm, somebody posted a picture of, of us on the golf cart the other day on Facebook. And this guy goes, oh, so you're into electric vehicles now. Well, that's a golf cart. <laughs> For the love. <laughs> it's a golf cart. And uh, yeah, I mean, tooling around the neighborhood, that's fine. Like I can pull back up to the house and plug it up to yeah. the thing. But I'm not going to drive it to Galveston. No. You know, I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to do it. I can't, so I Go can't, to the convenience store and get a 12 pack. Right. Right. And it, a handle of, uh, of yeah. whatever you're going to drink and then be, get some Doritos yeah. and bring it back. Exactly. I mean, I can see having a Tesla for the around town stuff. Right. If that's what you want to do. It, but I don't want to do that. Right. I don't want to do that. I mean, I you know, I drive up here. It's three and a half hours one way. I'm here all week long. This Thursday, I'll get up and I'll drive all the way to Little Rock. Yeah. And I'm there all weekend to do shows and I'll drive back and then I'll drive back to Houston and then turn around and we go to freaking St. Cloud, Florida. I fly there. Right. Um, you know, in a passenger airplane, not like John Kerry. But uh, I travel. I, I can't imagine no, exactly. worrying about where the plug in deal is. Well, I got a friend car. that drove from Orlando up to uh, North Carolina and brought their Tesla. In an electric car. In, in an EV, and then they ended up, you know, having to pull over and charge it, and you're sitting there for like a half hour waiting for the thing to charge. Yeah. Providing you can get a charging station. Because if all the charging stations are full, you got to wait until one's available. Right. And so, and then they were talking about just that anxiety level of going, oh, you know, where can I fill this thing up next? Yeah. And so that's, and that's a very real issue. So when somebody is going to go out there and start hopping on the EV bandwagon and say, I'm going to buy my car yeah. and, uh, and save the planet, which you're not. Yeah. And then my buddy, and he might be in the live chat tonight, Kevin Wade, one of my best good friends, uh, K-Dub, he, uh, he's, he's, you know, retired pilot, international pilot. He's got a Tesla. He enjoys it because it's a toy to sure. him. And he tools around wherever he wants right. to go and, you know. And uh, I always give him a hard time. I was like, you can drink a little extra whiskey. The car's going to drive you home, you know? Oh, and yeah. So, it's so we, we joke about that and have a good time. But I've heard him. He's talked about how you got to get to a charging station. And today it mm -hmm. wasn't so bad. And you got to take, I don't know, half an hour to charge the thing all the way back up. I, that ain't my lifestyle, though. No. That, that's not for, the, for my demands. No. That, I can't do that. No, if that works for you, that's great. But yeah, yeah. My, a buddy of mine has, a, uh, has one of the Teslas that will drive you. Yeah. And he admittedly said he got, he was way over the limit to get yeah. in the car. I mean, it's and, a jukebox on wheels. It's a fun toy. Yeah. Expensive toy. Uh, yeah. Do you see, well, and now the car manufacturers are pushing back against the Biden administration, saying, dude, this initiative it ain't working because people ain't buying them and they're just sitting. I mean, we just got these things and you know, we got to get rid of inventory here. This get, ease up on this whole mandate crap because mm -hmm. all the car dealers are dealing with that or the car manufacturers. Do you see that old, uh, I think it was an SNL skit. I saw it recently with Ju Julia Louis-Dreyfus, 
where she's in the electric car, but it's, they're all nine or not nine volts, but all double A batteries. And the whole car, like they show an x-ray of the car, the whole thing is just loaded with double A's. And like if you need to, and it'll show you like the ones you need to change out. Right. And it'll go ding, 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 ding. It shows the diagram all over the car. Oh, my God. And it says, so if you need to do a big battery dump, and it just like the gas tanks open up, and it just starts spilling batteries out, and she gets out, and there's mounds of batteries everywhere. And I'm like, it's not really far off from the truth. I mean, if one of those things goes out, that's a $25,000 battery. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. No, I just we don't. live in a weird world, dude. No, we do, and I mean, I, I I applaud anybody who is environmentally conscious and really makes a concerted effort to 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 dump stuff where it's supposed to be yeah. dumped. But like, I have a car battery that goes, and yeah. I, I'll take it to a, a recycling center. Sure. They're like, oh, oh, we don't take these. You're gonna have to take it three miles down the road. I'm like, oh, you mean yeah. the next Walmart dumpster that I pass? <laughs> Because this was my effort. Yeah, you got, you got. I, yeah, I, I'm gonna. Well, they don't you hit me the ground ball. You. I'm gonna make the play. Yeah, but I'm not diving. Yeah, for shit. <laughs> I'm not getting dirty for this. I'm not getting dirty. Yeah. to dump this battery off. You're right because like we have a recycle center a mile from my house, and it's open on these odd hours, like Thursday from four yes. to seven, uh-huh. and then and then on Saturdays from ten to two, and then you get over there and they're like, oh, we decided that we're gonna close it at one today. Right. And it's only like two days a week for a couple of hours. So if you have all these car, this cardboard and crap you need to take to the recycle center, right. good luck on getting in there. Mm-hmm. That pisses me off. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to be a good steward of God's creation yes. here, and you guys don't care enough to keep the gate open. <laughs> I'm giving enough effort as you're going to get out of me. And then, if they love the planet so much, at the gate there's a sign that says, don't dump your shit here. This is under surveillance. Yeah. And I was like, if you love the planet so much, you'll come out here and get my broken down Ikea boxes my b- <laughs> and walk them the 30 feet to the dumpster so you can turn them into whatever mulch you need to make. My, my buddy went to drop off a, uh, a TV that was broken. Yeah. One of the old school TVs with the big tube in the back. I mean, yeah, obnoxiously yeah, yeah. heavy. Yeah. So he had it in the back of his pickup truck and they go, yeah, we don't, uh, we don't take that here. <laughs> And he's like, you gotta be kidding me! So he literally pulls out, pulls out of the gate from the place, yeah, and hits the and put it right on the edge of the tailgate, hit the gas, and it just drops. And there's this girl running out of the gate, just waving her arms, you know, Adam. And there's a busted TV sitting there. He's like, you know what? I'm done. It's like when Adam Sandler takes the kid around to piss in the alley, it, yes. you know, in Big Dad. He's like, hey, buddy, now it is your problem. Yes. You know, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, guys, many of our nation's problems could be fixed very fast if you just listen to me and Derek. But that's not what our so-called leaders want. Listen, they want chaos. They want destruction. They want you to suffer. But you won't falter. Fight back with My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the country's largest preparedness company. And they're more than equipped to stock your shelves. Their best month, uh, or their best-selling three-month emergency food kit provides delicious breakfast, lunches, and dinners that last up to 25 years in storage. And right now, you can get $200 off. Uh, get over 2,000 calories every day. Add water, heat, and eat, and it's good. Make sure every member of your family has a three-month food kit from My Patriot Supply. Go to my special website, preparewithchad.com. The $200 savings will be built in. Order by 3 p.m. any day. The order will ship the same day for free. So get the emergency food you need. Get it now before you need it. $200 off at preparewithchad.com. Be right back. Oh, guys, I like it when you're on the show, damn it. This is fun. We have a good time. This is, we do have a good time. 
it's a good time. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, you're um, you're uh, you're based in Vegas. You're headed to Wesley Chapel, which is a Tampa area. Yep. I love that club over there, Side Splitters. Both Side Splitters are fun. But I like doing the theater over in Wesley Chapel. It's a great spot. Yeah, yeah I'm there uh, December 7 through 10. So that's 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 uh this weekend. This weekend, yep. Thursday, Thursday through Sunday. Yep. So and then you're uh then you're doing Brad's out at the MGM. Yeah, December 18 through the 23rd. And then uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Comedy Cabana. December I need to go to Myrtle Beach. I've never done a show in Myrtle Beach. Oh, yeah. Tell me the dates again. December 28th through the 31st, New Year's. Perfect. So, yeah. Perfect, and I'll, perfect. Uh, yeah, I'll give you the, the content. Yeah. yeah. They're fantastic people over there. I'd love the, to go. I, I get a, I, there's a high great, demand to come. Great venue. But there's certain, it's funny, there's certain places I've never done shows that I should do shows. Like, right. I've never done a show in the panhandle of Florida. All over Florida. What? But I've never done the panhandle. Destin, Panama City, Pensacola? Never, never have. Oh. Never done. It's weird, right? That's, ten, 10 years of all over the country, and I've never done those, the, the panhandle. And I've been there, and I'm telling you, all the women that love Matt Reif will love you. They're there. And they're going to all stand outside. And line up. And, and, and you know what? Up. I will not tell anybody to keep them away from me. You should open the <laughs> gates. Open. I'll be like, I'll be like uh, you know, that dude in 300, you know, the... Uh, the uh whatever the, the the god king is i just have them just massaging me and fanning Open the me the drawbridge <laughs> yeah turn them loose have them turn them hose loose have them feed me grapes <laughs> turn them hose loose spray them down with lube as they enter the door <laughs> don't want them biting the pillow we're not coming in dry <laughs> oh yeah no crying yeah Yeah, Remember when mom sold Avon? Now it's OnlyFans. God bless her. (laughs) From Avon to OnlyFans? It's 21st century. What are you going to do, Derek? What are you going to do? Exactly. What are you going to do? Oh, my gosh, dude. So much fun. (laughs) So much fun. We're doing, we've, got, we've still got the e-block to do, right? Real quick. So it's it's always fun when you've got to go to these little breaks. But uh, do you do ever, do you do do a lot of crowd work where you're working with the audience a whole lot? Because I'm doing that crowd work show in January. If you if someone lobs it to me, yeah, See, I don't they, pursue it. If they throw me a fastball over the middle of the plate, yeah, I'll swing. I don't pursue it, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not that guy who's looking to you know pat his batting average and you yeah. know lean into a pitch and try to you know. Well, I got a feeling on January 6th, and this is gonna be a sold out show there in Houston. Um, I got a feeling I'm going to bomb, <laughs> but I'm gonna do it. You're hilarious. I'm 51 years old. I might as well try new things. Damn it. We're at in Houston. Uh, it's called. Um, Oh, God, I know what I can't call it. I'll tell you what. Go to the break, and I'll look it up. We'll be right back. Website. DerekRichards.com. DerekRichards.com. I'm on the Facebook. The I'm on the X. Monster. I'm on the Instagram. Yeah. I follow you on there. I at follow Watch you. Chad. And I always, you know, I, you and I connected through X when it was Twitter mm-hmm. a long time ago just watching your clips and i think we've sent some dms back and forth yeah. and um and then of course you started coming in because of normal world with uh with um dave and, and garrett and so i was glad to make that connection dude no yeah, definitely yeah. and i appreciate the friendship and relationship you make me laugh dude and your stand-up is is a blast and if you're if you want to see some clips follow him on instagram because he's constantly putting up the, the clips and the reels and they're they're worth watching and he's worth following and it's funny and it's worth going to a show for sure so DerekRichards.com, check it out. He's always out there. 
You're out there. I am out there. You're out there. So far out there. I'm out there too much. Yeah, baby. Let me just come here and stay with you. Come on. Might as well. I'll just come here. We'll do- There's room in Texas. We'll do this. I've heard. I know. There's some yardage. It's good. <laughs> it's a lot of square footage. A lot of square footage. There is. There is out there in that Sonoran Desert around where you live, too. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is this is a little more scenic when you get lost. All right, guys. Watch Chad.com for all the fun stuff is. Don't forget to subscribe to Blaze. We will be back tomorrow, and we'll see you then. We love you. God bless you. Bye. Thank you.